Well, hello. How are you today? So we are digging into, well, let me start by saying welcome. That's where I should start. Welcome to the Intentionally Designed Life podcast. I am glad that you are here. And we are going to dig into a three-part series called The Intentional Life. So right now, we are getting into part one. And, uh, and we're going to go ahead and talk about mindset today and intentionally being and your mindset with as an intentional uh, being. So, all right. Have you ever heard you can make it happen by thinking it? Or if you think positively about something, it will happen? I'm just going to say this. Hogwash. It is absolutely impossible to just think you can make something happen. For example, right? I can think positively all I want about winning the lottery. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, especially if I don't buy lottery tickets, right? It is really not going to happen. So thinking positively about being healed or cured isn't going to change disease that needs treatment. Um, and yeah, let me throw this one out there too. So the pouring out our desires to God, like a little genie, doesn't mean they're going to happen either. Okay. So if we can't think things into fruition, what are we even doing talking about mindset? That's probably what you're thinking right this second. Like this seems like you're setting us up for like a little bit of failure thought here. And that's not where we're going at all. So I just want to take a little bit of time and kind of explore that. Mindset is more than that. Mindset is more than thinking something could happen. And then it does. It's more than that. Mindset is the driving factor behind our doing or thinking or feeling. It is a motivation factor, right? A belief system and the key to our doing or not doing things, right? So for example, I am cold all the time. I mean, I frequently wear long sleeve shirts in the Georgia in the summer. It's like you could walk into my house. I will be in a long sleeve shirt and everybody else is in shorts and like the smallest shirt they can find. I'm just cold all the time. And when my husband and I were teenagers, he would tell me, if you just think you're not cold, you won't be cold. Let me tell you how many times I wanted to punch him. So a little backstory there. I've known my husband since we were 13 years old. I grew up in, um, what's it called? An abusive home. I went into foster care when I was 13. I was just dropped in the middle of this family in this town, a very small town. And uh, I have been blessed immensely by that. But I've known my husband since we were 13. So we were teenagers together. Uh, we went to college together, even though it was our intent to go to different colleges. We ended up in the same college that had 10 dorms. We ended up in the same dorm that had 10 floors and three wings. And he was in room 523 and I was in room 627. So we were almost above and below each other. I don't think God had any intention of us being separated. So just a little backstory there about my husband and I. And uh, let me tell you, there have been many times over the years that I might have wanted to punch him, but I never did. So uh, we've had ample time together. So in our early 20s, after we were married for just a couple of years, maybe two or three years, uh, we were in the Army. Uh, well, he was in the Army. I was an Army spouse. And he went to Ranger School in the Army during winter time. And after he completed the course, he came home and he recuperated. I asked him how it was <laughs> and if he was cold, because let me tell you what I wanted to say to him. <laughs> but let me just say, the mind did not convince him he wasn't cold or he wasn't hungry or he wasn't tired. He was all of those things and he could not turn that part off. And honestly, I've never heard again that I should think that I'm not cold. But what his mind did tell him that got him through being cold and being hungry and being tired was this. 
You are doing this for your family. You are doing this because you want to be elite. You are doing this uh, for, for a place that you want to be at. You will not quit no matter how tired or cold or hungry you are. Your feet might hurt now, but you will be stronger for it. Those are the thoughts that went through his head. He wasn't trying to convince himself he wasn't cold, but he needed to remind himself why he was doing what he's doing. That's what we were talking about with mindset, changing your focus, giving you drive, being as positive as you can for the results that you need or want is possible. You do have control over that, okay? Maybe being positive isn't natural for you. Practice. I'm a big believer in practice. Maybe the weight of the world bogs you down and you just can't see peace past that. Get a focused thought and hold on to it for dear life. I can assure you my husband did not have a great time in ranger school, right? It's just one of those army suck schools. That's what we call them. And uh, nobody has a great time. <laughs> that's just the truth of the matter. But he had that thought that he held on to for dear life. And that's what got him through. Maybe everybody around you is negative and it sucks the life out of you. Find something positive or find positive people and hold on or try to be the train change. Try to let your positivity override their negativity. I know it's hard, but it can be done. And, and if you have the mindset to be consistent and to pursue it, you can do that. Um, so my husband and I already said we were in the military. Uh, we spent 22 years in the army. Uh, most of it during wartime. So he saw much of his uh, time was in combat and other training as well. And we have three daughters that we raised in the military. I homeschooled them. And uh, when my husband was in his last, uh, his last deployment, his last time over in war, uh, he was actually gone for 17 months during that particular time. And, and he spent, uh, I don't know if you counted up the time and years he spent, uh, in war, it's probably close to four years, um, not consecutive, but a total of four years, uh, maybe three and a half, I'm not quite sure. But if you put that time together, but 17 months he was gone, this, this his last trip. Uh, and anybody who knows anything about the military and, and any of these soldiers who've come back during, uh, after long deployments, right? They don't come home the same, but they, they get back to some of that. Uh, there's other, obviously other things that factor in there, but I'm just talking about general readjustment. Readjustment's hard. So when, when my husband returned, we had a, a readjustment season to go through and he needed to settle back into normal life. And part of that um, also has some anxiety, uh, some panic in there as well. And we had three daughters. And in this moment, in this season, all three of our daughters, for very different reasons, were going through very anxious times associated that also had some panic attached to it as well. So, so my three daughters, my husband, everybody, but me was going through a season of panic. It was exhausting. Okay. When we, when you talk about, I, I don't live in a negative zone or anything like that, but when you talk about the weight of the world and how heavy it is on you, um, this was the heaviest time at truly at the end of every single day, I was absolutely depleted. There was not one thing left in me that I could give to anybody at the end of that day. 
And I just knew, I just, I would just pray. And I knew that God poured strength on me and he poured strength on them. And I knew that we would get through this, but at the end of every day, I had to totally go to bed, depleted, give it to God. And I knew when I woke up the next day, he would get us through it all again. Now, this season was not a long season. Thank goodness. Um, what's it called? Everybody came out of their anxiety at a different pace. Um, but probably I would say about eight, 10, nine months in, um, all four members of my family had kind of moved through those, um, those issues and uh, what's it called, work through it. But there was a good three months that absolutely everybody was in it at the same time. Uh, and some of them were actually, all the girls were in this state before my husband returned and then he was in the state. Um, what's it called? He was not the last one to come out of it, but, but it was, it was a very, it was an intense time. It was an exhausting time. Um, I knew God would get us through this, but I also had no light at the end of the tunnel. Like I didn't know when God would get us through it. I just knew he would. And like I said, every single night, I just went to bed knowing there was nothing left I had in me, but I knew the next day when I woke up, God would fill me up again, right? That's a mindset. That's an understanding. I poured out everything I could possibly pour out, knowing that I would be filled back up again, knowing that this was not forever, knowing that this was a moment in a season that each of my family needed me to be something very specific, okay? And I was up for the challenge not because I'm a great person, <laughs> because I had a lot of preparing going into that, right? I spent a lot of time trying to grow my mindset, trying to build um, this confidence, trying to build this, uh, this, this mind that was honestly fully focused on God, that was constantly positive, and that did not dwell in the negative at all. That's just not a place that I wanted to spend time was in the negativity. I started that as a young child. There was plenty of negativity going on around me, and I just wanted to be a positive person. So being intentional begins and starts with your mindset. So if your mind says you can't, you can't. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. If your mind says you can't, you can't. Okay. But if you say you can, you just might. Okay. Every day is a choice to be positive, to trust God, to dig in, to get through what you can get through. Or maybe, maybe you're not in a negative place. Maybe you're just trying to build up the confidence to, um, to start a new career or to go back to college, or, or you're having a family for the first time. Uh, you're, you're, you're having children be born and you're uncertain and you don't feel confident in your in your mom abilities, right? We are all in a place where we have insecurities. We're all in a place where, where those things can plague us, but don't stay there, right? Choose the positive over the negative and it will change your life. It will change your outlook. And I promise you, it will change those around you, okay? But you don't have to choose it. it I mean, sorry, <laughs> you do have to choose it. It doesn't just happen. Okay. You cannot just magically say, I will think positive for the rest of my life. I wish it doesn't work that way, right? You have to actually build these thoughts. You have to build, you have to practice. You have to get in there and it takes work and it takes practice. And that's how you get going and you build this mindset. Okay. So a mindset is absolutely key to being and living an intentional life. It is the most basic beginning to changing your mindset, and you have to want that. 
So in my website or my Facebook group, you can find more information and courses that walk you through developing a mindset change. If you want to intentionally design your life, first, you have to think it's possible. And next, you have to do it. You have to intentionally do it. And that's what we talk about in our group, intentional doing, intentional outcome. You are going to get out what you put in. So let's be intentional about what we put in. Being positive will lead to other areas of your life, being intentional, being focused. And it is a very rewarding life. So, okay. You can find more information about me and sign up for community at the intentionallydesignlife.com. Or if you're on Facebook, you can look the Intentionally Designed Life Facebook group up and connect with us there. There are over 100 free videos to sit down and go through and scroll through and listen. There are lots of applicable truths on living this intentionally designed life. And uh, next week, we're going to be getting into part two. So I hope you hang around. Uh, but for now, I'm going to close out. So go be intentional and go with God. Until next time. <laughs>